everyone. Welcome back to this segment of Fear Less, Live More. This is Shelley Plum. And I'm Linda Janice. Well, we welcome you all. How are you, Linda? I am well, thank you. Yeah. Pretty good. You know what? I was enjoying my morning coffee this morning, and I had my phone. I have a really, really cool app on my phone. It's a, a dictionary app that gives me a word of the day every day. You know what the word of the day today was? Tell us. Chromatophobia. Do you know what that is? I Does anybody out there know what that is? Of what it is, <laughs> but why don't you share with us? It is the fear of finances. Well, I certainly have that. And you know what? We're here to talk about our fears and how they limit us. So, you know, do you uh, do do uh, financial fears limit you at all? Well, it's not financial fears necessarily, but it's stepping back and potentially taking responsibility for it. You know, I think oftentimes mm, yes. as women, and it depends what household you've been brought up with, um, oftentimes we've handed that responsibility over, despite the fact that the vast majority of women are equal earners or participants in their home. Somehow, um, they're not stepping in and stepping up and embracing that responsibility in the way that it's we hard. can. You know, it's interesting what you just said about um, the viewpoint on finances that sometimes you inherit that you know philosophy mm -hmm. based on how you were brought up and I knew that for me it has you know that I, I have taken on some of my my parents you know philosophy I'm actually ultra aware of that with my children uh, to make sure that we foster really a healthy relationship when it comes to finances you know finances are funny aren't they I mean for me um, there was a point in my life where I almost, they were fearful for me. I didn't want to address them. I wanted to put them right under that rug. Well, I think more than anything, yes. you know, I heard Oprah once say this. She What's said that? it took her many years to deal with the fear of being a bag lady. And this yes. is Oprah. And I think sometimes that when something scares us, yes. rather than dealing effectively with right. it, we do try to push it under. And the more that we deny and push something away, uh -huh. yes. the bigger it becomes because we're, the energy for looking away actually takes much more energy than dealing with something. So I think that emotionally yes. and psychologically, right. that's worth putting on the table. It's, it, it's interesting. You're talking, and you know what's coming to mind, is an old German proverb, and it says something to the effect that fear makes the wolf appear larger than he is. Absolutely. And that's exactly what you're talking about. Because we push things under the rug, and you know, it may be finances one day, but it might be something completely different the next day. We push it under the rug, and we don't, you can't see it. So well, you assume that it's a huge problem. Well, fear plays a significant yes. meaningful role in right. our lives. There's mm -hmm. irrational thinking, yes. and then there's appropriate fear. Am I going to have enough money to retire? Right. That's appropriate. Sure. Not to deny that, but to step back and either work with somebody who has more skills than you. Yes. I shared this saying with right, you, which right. I love. A colleague of mine says, you know, I may be smart, but I don't drill my own teeth. I love that. And <laughs> <laughs> we all need to take that lesson, right? Yes. I may well, if finances, for example, uh -huh. is an area of discomfort or fear, find somebody who, yes. who has skills and, and more information than you. They may be able to counsel and coach you to say, you know what, let's step back. 
let's simplify things. Right. So it's not that massive wolf. Right. That's under the rug that you don't know if it's snarling its teeth or if it's, right. you know, right, exactly. So along those lines, I agree. I agree. Sometimes, you know what, if we're, you know, we can't be experts in everything. So finances is definitely an art in itself. And actually, I, we, we have actually a treat for our viewers out there, don't we? Uh, we went out and we found a financial specialist who really speaks to, you know, pushing our finances under the rug. You know what she calls them? She calls them creepy crawlies that are under the rug. So all of you out there, we're going to play this little segment with Wendy Payne from Centurion Wealth Management. Take a listen to this. I would say that emotion comes into play uh, with everyone at some point or another. Some people have emotions, uh, emotional fears of finances more so than others. Uh, some are more prolonged, some are shorter. Those that are uh, living beneath poverty level or even those with a lot of children or other financial struggles with their jobs, that types of thing, um, it, it, it can play a big part. It's a big impact. People are very fearful about the decisions that they're making or that they're not making decisions, they're not getting ahead. Recently, I read a survey that indicated that 85% of Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. So 85% of Americans, I'm positive, are fearful within their finances, and there's a lot of emotions that goes along with that. So there's validity in every fear, because fear is a very real emotion, and fear for me, it, it's very real. It's what I live with, and the same thing with, with uh, every other person out there. So the idea is to identify what are the fears, what's causing the fears, and how do we overcome those fears? Um, you know, when we think about our finances, if you think about those as sort of, you know, big rocks lying on the ground, sometimes we just want to avoid it. Because if you pick up the rock, you're not sure how many creepy crawlies and, and little problems you're going to have under the rock. Uh, you have an idea that there's going to be a lot, and you're not real sure how to deal with it. So if you just leave it alone, they're undisturbed. It's not necessarily the healthiest way to approach that. But the idea really is to get to the crux of the problem, identify the fear, and, and deal with it accordingly. But if those little financial creepy crawlies are ignored, and you don't look under that rock, they could multiply, they could spread, and it really could lead to even greater financial ruin versus if you had just approached it head-on proactively in the first place. So keeping it from spreading and becoming a greater problem is, is really a key. What a wonderful words of advice. What do you think of what Wendy said? Well, I think that it's great ancient wisdom. I mean, the idea of us noticing what we are scared of, yes. what frightens us, right. is necessary. A, it's there for a reason. We don't want to be irrational about it. Right. On the other hand, um, more than anything, you had said, you touched upon this earlier, this is our relationship our thinking. Yes. That's all that it is. It is. And when you notice the things that scare you, by actually taking a moment, getting quiet, and I often suggest right. take a moment, notice the chaotic thinking that is creating the state for you. Right. And when you notice this is about your relationship with how you feel about something, you can create some space. Right. This is about taking some action. So it that is. you can live a life with ease. And I think that's the other part of this. No, it is. It is. And while you're talking is the, what is resonating with me, and I hope the viewers out there, is the concept of quieting your mind. Because when you quiet your mind, it's almost like the spark ignites. Right. And that spark is the light to shed light on those creepy crawlies. Absolutely. They're no longer creepy crawlies if you really 
see them, address them, and acknowledge that they're there. And I think another part of this is particularly finances. And, you know, if in fact you've handed over this responsibility yes. to anyone else, right? if you're feeling groundless, there's a reason for that. Sure. I will share with you, um, I have a very dear person uh, in my life who had been married for 25 years and for a number of reasons and for circumstances, the, the marriage is, is dissolving. Um, capable, intelligent, right. wonderful woman who had never participated in that conversation. Uh. And it's never too late. It never is too late. Wherever you are, whatever relationship you're in, um, being assertive in a kind and compassionate mm -hmm. and respectful way is a responsibility and a right, I think, for all of us to participate in. That is very true. That's very true. You know, finances, you know, we're talking about the fear of finance, our chromatophobia, but really this concept that we're talking about is really something that can apply to different aspects of life. Because those, those fears are, are real, and by addressing them, bringing them to light, it's really incredibly important. Yes. You know, you talked about this old um, German uh, story. And there are also in Buddhism, in every uh -huh. great culture, there right. is this story of what do we feed? We have a good wolf and a bad wolf. Mm -hmm. And I would like us to include this little video because I think what this helps us do is recognize it is the wolf that you feed that grows. If we lean into being more honest, more mindful about our feelings, we have the capacity to feed the goodness that resides in our life. When we deny that fear and sweep it under the rug, we are feeding that fear. So let's play this little video. There's a story, usually attributed to the Native American tradition, which illuminates different ways of paying attention. An elder talking to a child says, I have two wolves fighting in my heart. One wolf is fearful, vengeful, envious, resentful, and deceitful. The other wolf is compassionate, loving, generous, truthful, and peaceful. The child asks, which wolf will win the fight? The elder responds, the one I feed. That doesn't mean we try to deny or hurt or kill the angry wolf. If we did that, we'd end up in a long battle all the while somehow making that wolf more powerful through our hostility and fear. Hating that wolf sucks the strength right out of us. Instead, we calmly pay attention to the angry wolf and let go of believing they have the answers. If we can do that, they end up lying down next to us, no longer an enemy. We help strengthen the kind and loving wolf, giving it nourishment and support so that we can follow it. That peaceful wolf can become our steady companion and show us the way through all kinds of different life experiences. Restful or chaotic, enjoyable or disappointing experiences may come and go, but we can have a guide with us through it all. This is what mindfulness can help you do. Mindfulness allows us to see our thoughts and feelings as they are beginning. It's very powerful to know what we're feeling as we're feeling it know what we're thinking as we're thinking it. With mindfulness, 
We can choose what will strengthen and bring into action, and we can choose what we will gently let go of. We don't have to be at the mercy of old habits or old ways of thinking or old ways of being. We are empowered. It just takes practice. I think in this video, Sharon Salzberg, who is a leading psychologist and meditation teacher, really, um, in a very uh, direct way, shows us what and how we can deal with that fear in a very effective way. I agree. I mean, it was quite riveting, definitely. My goodness. Oh, those wolves. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> those wolves are really not as big as they seem. And you know what? It's just acknowledging them. And, you know, I, I hope that all the viewers realize that. Uh, so this has really been a wonderful segment. I think we've shed light on a lot of different fears that people may have. Well, I am going to go home and I'm going to look at my bank account and manage that. And we know at least, you know, having goals, appropriate, reasonable, yes. budgeting, I know that word may scare you because yes. it's not my favorite word, but enables us to solidify that meaningful pillar in our life. You know what I'm going to do? Mm. Because I have fears surrounding finances. They're a little different than when I was in college, but they're fears nonetheless. Is I am going to write down my fears. I'm going to write down my fears with regards to finances, and I'm going to take Wendy Payne's advice, and I'm going to throw that rug, and I'm going to take one step every day at addressing those fears. God bless her. She's amazing. <laughs> well, you'll let us know how that works. I will definitely do that. And I encourage you all, you know, that's actually a really wonderful thing. If all of you out there do the same thing, email us. Let us know how you're doing with that. What do you think? I think it's a great idea. I think that's a great idea. Thank you so much for joining us. So until next time, this has been another segment of Fear Less, Live More. I'm Shelley Plum. And I'm Belinda Janice. Thank you so much for joining us.